1: Hi, it's Michael Smirkanish. Welcome to Book Club with Michael Smirkanish. a collection of Michael's favorite interviews with authors from the last 30 years through today, on the air, on radio.
0: What sets my book club apart is that I
1: actually read the books. Book Club is now in session.
0: Hey, it'll be nice to welcome back to the program in a couple of minutes' time Professor Julian Zelizer, who has a book on modern history that I... Thoroughly enjoyed. Modern history, I'm defining as the United States since 1974, which is just perfect for me for reasons I will soon explain. I'm thinking of conducting that interview in a slightly different style than I normally would. In other words, I need volunteers. You're not going to win anything except bragging rights. I need folks to call who are willing to play along and answer history. Questions, Ooh. But again, there's there, there's nothing here except bragging rights for you at work today or at the dinner table tonight. Professor Julian Zelizer is the co-author with Michael Cruz of a book called Fault Lines, a history of the United States since 1974. Or as I put it, hey, here is a history book of all the things that have happened in the world, or the United States, at least While I've been paying attention, because having been born in 1962, it's really since being about 12 that I have a recollection of the news, you know, very limited before then. So it is a book perfectly written for me and hopefully for you. There is a reason why the authors selected 1974, and it's not because it was my 12th
1: birthday. This is the Book Club with Michael Smirconish podcast from Sirius XM.
2: Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit makes these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Superlight Tree Runner on your next adventure. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at Meta.com slash Metaverse Impact.
1: Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app.
2: This is
0: Professor Julian Zelzer. Professor, welcome back and thank you for being here.
3: Thanks for having me.
0: And I understand, both from the book and anecdotally, that this really grew out of a very hot course that the two of you have been teaching at Princeton.
3: Yeah, we started teaching this course as a way to deal with all the material that uh, we all lived through, but but our students didn't, and it's the period usually left off uh, of history courses. It, it ends in the early 70s usually, and we wanted to start then. And we start in 74 because something very important happens. The, the President of the United States resigns. Uh, And that's a culmination of many tensions that had been growing in this country over Vietnam, over the presidency, over political corruption. And we thought that starting with his stepping down and the pardon from President Ford that follows was a a perfect way to launch us into the modern era.
0: There were so many occasions when I was reading the book, and I was like, yeah, of course, I remember, oh, I forgot that name. I remember this incident, but... I've, I felt a real kinship to the subject matter because of uh, the, the the recent nature of it and how my life has played out against that backdrop. I know you didn't write it for that perso- purpose because a, a 19-year-old student at Princeton didn't live these things, but it sure had that impact on me.
3: Well, it was also the same for us writing it. Both of us, uh, my co-author Kevin Cruz and myself, you know, we we were both born a little bit before this book starts, so this is the story of our lifetime. And so it was really fascinating for us to look back at things we have lived through and first to try to make sense of them all and to try to give readers a big picture about some of the big stories and, and highlight what was important and what wasn't, uh, which we ourselves uh, were going through an exercise of doing, and then to remember and, and see things that at the time didn't seem particularly relevant, like MTV going on the air in 1981 and introducing a new model of targeting audiences, and look back and see why that was important and significant in the long run. So it was a great exercise for us, uh, for the same reason that a lot of readers might be enjoying the book as well.
0: Professor, I want to include members of the listening audience. This this may be great radio or this just may be a failed experiment, but I want to give it a shot. So here's here's the way this will work. I will include a telephone caller and I will ask them a question that your book brought to my mind. And then after I dispose of the caller, you'll tell me what was the significance of that incident. OK? Yeah. Great in concept,
3: don't you think? It's a great concept. We'll see how it works out.
0: (laughs) Exactly. All right. Uh, Dan, am I pulling these folks up or are you doing it? Uh, You can, yes, just as you normally would. All All right. Here we go. All right. So, Doug, Doug, you're in Pennsylvania, and because of your Pennsylvania roots, there's already a tell. This should be so easy. Here we go. What was the nickname of this Arab scam operation that ultimately led to the downfall of six congressmen, one senator, one mayor, and three city councilmen? i'm not from pennsylvania i don't know if this has something to do with pennsylvania but i don't know i don't know the answer to that oh come on the nickname of this arab scam operation you're you're embarrassing me in front of the good professor oh i'm sorry about that i don't i just don't know the answer i'm sorry all right good day thank you sir appreciate it very much sam you are in newport beach california what's the operation
3: that would be operation ab scam michael
0: yeah, I, Professor Zelizer, Well done, Sam. You've redeemed the credibility of our audience uh, at Princeton, um, Professor Zelizer, I I never knew. Maybe I knew and I'd forgotten. You know, ab scam. I mean, it simply came from Arab scam.
3: That's absolutely right. It was. It, it's funny because at the time when this happens in 1980 and 81, it's a really big scandal. It's in the news. And it involves FBI agents dressing up as Arab sheiks and trying to bribe members of Congress, including uh, Michael Myers, who was from uh, Philly. Uh, and this is caught on these grainy tapes, and they're played on that uh, one of the networks gets hold of them and starts to play them, and it leads to a big congressional scandal uh, involving several prominent members. Uh, of congress and and this is remember uh, right after the iran hostage crisis uh, and where the middle east is a big focus for a lot of the country and it really undermines confidence in congress and gives rise to a lot of stories of political corruption uh, you know not many years after watergate so it's a very important story and television plays a big role in in making the story what it was because it was about seeing members apparently uh, taking On bribes being open right. bribes. Yeah.
0: Hey, you remember uh, Ozzy Myers? What he famously said? Do you recall?
3: Right, you have to remind me.
0: Money talks and bullshit yeah. walks. That was him.
3: Yeah. No, that's true. That's true. I mean, a lot of the some of the members who were accused didn't actually uh, take take the bribes, but. Uh, it, it results in an expulsion and uh, some resignations, and it's a it's a it's not a great moment in the history of the institution.
0: This is Kim from Connecticut. Hey, Kim, you with me? Yes. In 1977, Peter Finch won an Academy Award for the lead role in this movie, where he depicted someone called Howard Beale. What was the movie?
3: Oh my gosh, I have no idea.
0: Holy smokes. All right, hang on. Let me go to Houston, Texas, and welcome Randy. Randy, what was the movie?
3: Michael, that's not a category I'm familiar with, so I don't have an answer for you. Thank you.
0: All right, thank you very much. I don't know if this is Detroit or Pontiac. It hardly matters. This is Kathy. Kathy, what was the movie?
3: Okay, I didn't hear the question because I just called.
0: Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Okay, sit back, darling. I'm going to one more, and then I'll move on. Uh, Thomas, here's the question. 1977, Peter Finch won an Academy Award for the lead role in this movie depicting Howard Beale. That would be Network. Exactly. That would be Network. Thank you, Thomas. We are redeemed once again. Professor Zelizer, why why was Network such a big deal?
3: Network was it, it was a big deal then, and it's an even bigger deal now when you look back. It was this Hit movie. We write about it in the book. It features a, an anchor who's an aging anchor who's, who's the network is going to get rid of him, and and first he goes on air and says he's going to kill himself, uh, and this actually attracts ratings. Uh, and then he realizes the more sensational he becomes, the more outrageous and angry he becomes, the more people are tuning in, and he turns into a total television phenomenon. His famous. Uh, scream in the movie is to say, I'm as mad as hell and I'm not going to take this anymore. Uh, and it reflected both an anger and outrage that existed in the mid-70s in many parts of this country about where we were going, but it's also a really powerful uh, narrative and story about network news and what was happening. It was becoming too commercialized and too sensationalized. And in many ways, they saw where the news industry was about to go. So, so it's a really interesting movie. It's on Broadway now, uh, but it's a really interesting movie to see again in, in light of what's happened.
0: Why do you think your students have so enjoyed this course? What is it about this era?
3: Well, uh, for them, it's new. I mean, even when I teach about 9-11, I've always started the course, and and in the book we try to do this as well, by just explaining what it felt like the morning of 9-11. I actually show them a video clip of the news starting with very early the weather report going into the second tower. Uh, being bombed, and for them this is—they don't know this period. This is like studying the 1930s and 40s. So part of it, it's just a fresh era that no one's taught them about yet. They don't know about. They just hear bits and pieces. And the other part is obviously it is about the roots of where we are today. So a lot of the book is about political polarization and division, which they're living through on steroids. A lot of it's about how the media, the news media, evolved into our current very fragmented and partisan media environment. And that's what they watch every day, and now they get to see where did this all come from, how did it all start. Uh, and I think for them that's always been uh, really uh, interesting in ways that it isn't even for us because we lived through it. I, th-
0: I fear, Professor, I'm about to clear my entire board of callers. Let let's Let's watch this happen. I'll go to Springfield, Massachusetts. By the way, this is Professor Julian Zelizer. The book is called Fault Lines. It's in my Twitter feed. There's information posted about it at Smirconish dot com. Fault Lines: A History of the United States Since 1974. All right, Paul, are you ready? Yeah. She was ready. the secretary. She was the secretary to Lieutenant Colonel Oliver North. Name her.
3: Um.
0: Uh, oh, um, Fawn! Whoa! 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 Come on! Uh, Fawn, Fawn Ring, Fawn Hill. <laughs> uh, I'm trying. If uh, you if you if you said Fawn Liebowitz, I would say no, that was Animal House, but you didn't say yeah. that. well no. uh, What do you think? What do you think, Professor? I, is, he, is he is he close enough?
3: Yeah, I think getting the first name Vaughan was pretty Hall. good.
0: Vaughn Hall! He did, there it. He Vaughan did Vaughan. it! There you go. He did it. There you go. Nicely right. done. Nicely done. Right. Uh, and, and, and really great for uh, for our reputation collectively. Professor, who was who was Oliver North, much less Vaughn Hall?
3: Oliver North was part of the National Security Council uh, for Ronald Reagan. And the reason we remember him and that we write about him in the book is he's at the heart of one of the major presidential scandals of this era, the Iran-Contra scandal. And it turned out that even though Congress had prohibited the administration from sending money to the Nicaraguan Contras, uh, Oliver North had worked with other members of the National Security Council of the CIA uh, to sell uh, weapons to Iran and to use the revenue then to provide assistance Uh, to the Contras without Congress without the public knowing about this blows up in 1986 and 87 Ronald Reagan is in serious trouble, and Oliver North is the person who put all this together. Fawn Hall becomes famous because as this is unfolding, we learn she shred all of the documents that he had, or she was shredding all of the documents that he had in in his office. Uh, In the end, Reagan survives the scandal, though. She becomes one of these passing figures. Uh, in a scandal of the moment, and Reagan's able to recover uh, in, in large part because he negotiates an end to the Cold War with Mikhail Gorbachev in 1987, or he negotiates a major arms agreement. Uh, but also, Oliver North becomes very important because he takes ownership of the scandal and he appears in front of Congress and says, Yes, I did this, but I did it for the country, I did it because I was patriotic. Uh, And so that's a it's a relevant scandal, obviously, to look back on today uh, to see how some of these end up in a different direction than Watergate.
0: There were a number of things in your book where if if I knew them at the time, I'd long forgotten them. And this nugget jumped off the page at me. He he did not wear his Marine Corps uniform when he worked at the White House, but he sure made sure that he had it on when he testified before the Congress.
3: That's absolutely correct. He was very cognizant, as all Reagan officials were, of television, of governing in the media age. And and so when he appeared before Congress, he wanted to look like like a patriot. Uh, and and so he put on the military uh, garb to highlight what he was doing and why he had been doing it. And it worked for a while. People are talking about Ollie Mania. They're selling T-shirts with his faces and quotes from him, and. They're selling little dolls of Oliver North, and and it builds support for a character who had actually done some pretty bad things and, and violated the law, but it helps the administration recover.
0: Hey, one, one more if you're game, Professor, and thank you for being so gracious with your time. I, I think this will probably clear the board, though. It's a, a very difficult question, and if somebody gets it, I will send them my copy of your book, or we're going to lean on your publisher to, to cough up uh, a copy of the book. All right? Yes. Here here we go. Uh, San Antonio, Texas. Jackie, are you ready? Jackie is history. Kelly is in Nebraska. Hi, Kelly. You there? Yes, I am, Michael. All right, sir. Here we go. He was the Senate co-sponsor of a 1978 tax cut bill introduced in the house by Jack Kemp. What do you think, Julian? Is that too t- too tough?
3: That's pretty specific. That is I'd pretty like specific, isn't
0: it? Yeah. Well, I will take a last name. I will take a last name. Initially, when I wrote this, I said, I want the full name, but that's pretty that's pretty brutal. Anyway, Kelly, yeah. any guess?
2: Well, I can't call a friend, so I guess I'm going to have to buy the book. But uh, <laughs> I I'll guess 1978,
3: uh, I'm I'm wrong, but...
0: You're just just taking a... Yeah, thank you, sir. You're taking a pig in a poke. I I think when when I say it, people are going to go like, oh, yeah. Stan, you're in uh, Michigan. Thank you for your phone call. He was the Senate co-sponsor with Jack Kemp of a famous tax bill in 1978. Who was he? Steve is not playing along. Tracy, you're in Detroit, Michigan. Any guess?
1: You know... I am, I do, and I want to say it's our, uh, our Biden. I'm guessing Biden.
0: <laughs> a good a good guess, but an incorrect guess. This is Glenn in Washington State. Who is it, Glenn?: John McCain. It is not John McCain. This is Kathy in Detroit. Hello, Kathy. who is it? I really have no idea, um Bob Dole. It is not Bob Dole. Yeah, it is too tough of a question, isn't it? Redding, Pennsylvania. Kevin, the Senate co-sponsor with Jack Kemp of a famous tax bill. Lloyd Benson. Not Lloyd Benson. Kyle, you are in Raleigh, North Carolina. Who do you think? Fritz Hollings. Hollings. It is not Fritz Hollings. Nisha, you're my final chance in Stamford, Connecticut. Take a shot.
3: Oh, my goodness. I knew the other three. Um, you did. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Um, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't
1: know. Uh, Ross, well, f- whoa, 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 whoa! There
0: wait a go. minute! You got it? Yeah, you got it. Wrong. it. It was, it was Kemp. Did you Google or did you really pull that out? No, I no. Mm-mm. Damn, that was impressive. Way to, way to go! Let me oh put you goodness. on hold because it. we're gonna make gonna make sure we get the book to you. Okay? Okay, great. Thank you so much. I'm anxious to read it. Nicely done, Nisha. Uh, Professor, final question. What was the significance of Kemp Roth?
3: Yeah, it's funny. uh, He's one of those figures in Congress who you forget about, uh, but was really important. That was a push for a a big supply-side tax cut in 1978. It was the first incarnation of what Reagan economics would be about, the idea that if you cut taxes for wealthier Americans and for corporations, that the benefits would ultimately trickle down and every American would benefit, and that the country would make so much money, it would actually bring in higher amounts of tax revenue and prevent deficits uh, from coming. And, and it becomes a really big part of the Reagan uh, agenda. Very controversial. Many Democrats don't like it. They argue, many economists, it doesn't really work. Uh, but that Kemp-Roth bill in 78 is in some ways the opening bell for the Reagan revolution in terms of economic policy.
0: Hey, that was a lot of fun. I thoroughly enjoyed the book. I'm glad you were here. By the way, my questions, I I, I had more, Professor. I don't think, I don't think anybody would have got this. I'll just give you a little taste, though. Congressman Larry McDonald... Died yep. as a result of this tragedy. You think anybody would have nailed that?
3: Well, they might remember the tragedy uh, when this—you know—this is the Soviets shoot down a Korean airliner, and it's in 1983. The Cold War is really hot. Uh, Reagan had really intensified the rhetoric, and many people are scared about what's going to happen. There's some congressman like Newt Gingrich. When McDonald dies, he says we need to respond with military force interestingly reagan doesn't he actually tells everyone we're not going to do that and we're going to let the kind of moral condemnation of the world come down hard on the soviets but mcdonald's a very conservative uh member of congress and it's again it's one of these stories you forget Uh, i don't know if people would remember they might remember the incident though
0: well done fault lines a history of the united states since 1974 Michael Cruz and Julian Zelizer. Thank you, Julian. I really appreciate it.
3: Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, that was that was fun stuff. Hey, well, well done, audience. It was amazing. Well, I'm well done, so especially Nisha at the end uh, so from impressed. from Stanford because she was the final hitter. She said she had the other ones, and she she just and she then and then all out. of a sudden, bang!
1: She got it. You know when something's on the tip of your tongue, yeah. and then you just don't do it. She she came through. Mm-hmm. That was incredible. I feel like we all learned something too.
0: I, I, as I say, I I do a fair amount of reading, but I've never before had a book where I said, this is the history of my life. Yeah. Because born in 62, when, when do you think you really became aware of the news and you were paying attention of the news? For me, it would have been early to mid 70s. So where they pick it up with Watergate 1964, I certainly have a recollection of the president resigning uh, and, and, you know, the news of that and how it was greeted in my house and so forth. So to have a book, I I will say it this way. If you are a 56 year old woman or man, this is the book for you.
1: Or if you want to learn something from before or, you had that caught, I mean, that's how I feel. Like, I, I feel like I have things missing and this will well, help me. They,
0: they, they, would not, they would not do it just to humor the old man, but a, it would be a great book for yeah. our kids because if they want to understand the events that shaped my life, this, this would do it. You know, this, here it is. Here, here it is in, in a couple of hundred uh, pages.
1: Hear more of Michael Smirconish on SiriusXM's POTUS Channel 124. Live
2: weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the SiriusXM app.
1: Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Book Club with Michael Smirconish. New episodes drop Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. So, what can you do in a super light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And, because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S code SUPER24.
2: BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast.